Welcome back to the podcast. The only podcast done completely ironically. And uh, I guess we're ironically doing a, a second episode part for the talking episodes. Because uh, we're talking what? about music again. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, yeah. when did we talk about... Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yep. We did talk about music, didn't we? We have. We've done an episode where we talked about yeah. music. Yeah. Kind of but, forgot I mean, about that. Music requires so many episodes, you know? It really does. There's just... quite a lot of things to talk about when it comes to music. Yeah. I guess we're ironically doing another second part, because we, we did the, the D&D with Josh and Grant. Yes. Yes. Uh, Alright, so basically what we're doing for this episode, I guess I'll just... We actually put a little bit of thought into <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I know, which is pretty difficult, considering the fact that I have a single Fruit Loop for a brain cell. Um, it's difficult to get that thing to do anything. Yeah, brain related. Yeah, you know, it's a not favorite. just anything, literally oh, yeah. anything. Um, but anyways, so basically what we've done is we, before recording this episode, compiled a list of our top ten favorite songs and listened to each other's top ten list. And in addition to that, we also wrote down basically predictions for what we thought each other's list was going to have. And we have not read what each other predicted. So we're literally just about to find out yeah. what we what we wrote down, and uh, I'm just gonna say now I absolutely missed something that was absolutely vital. obvious and yeah. vital, and I feel very dumb for missing it. Uh, but um, but yeah. Anyway, so uh, I don't know. Do you wanna? Oh, you're, you're opening mine right now, yeah. so I guess you can read my predictions uh, I'm just, first. I'm just curious. Let's see. So you actually knew lose yourself. Yes, that was okay. the one that I thought of earlier today. That I was like, this is absolutely going to yeah. be on the list. Uh, meltdown slash open your heart. So originally, yes, um, they have they have been uh, they they they've been tied for a very long time. The two songs, yeah, meltdown. open your heart and meltdown. Yeah, um, but very recently, I, I split them apart. Um, something by Eve. Sadly, no. Uh, Tokyo Ghetto's maybe top fifteen, top twenty. Yeah. But uh, doesn't make doesn't make the cut for top ten. I see. Uh, I skipped Lovesick Part Two, which was yes on my list. So so far you got four correct. Something by Eve was incorrect. Uh, Watamote opening that's fifth that was correct. AJJ song sixth that's correct. Woo-hoo! By the way, our predictions could be uh. Just to, like, yeah. as vague or as... Specific as we specific, wanted yeah. it to be, more or less. Because I, I didn't really feel like just yeah. making it... Although, although a lot songs. of mine were fairly specific. Yeah, I yeah, guess. no. A lot of yours are very specific. Um, a meme mashup, no. Yeah, that, that, that I literally just threw out because yeah. I was just like, I honestly have no idea, but that should have been Gorillaz. Yeah. I should have put Feel Good. I absolutely knew yeah. that would have been on your list, but I just couldn't think of anything, yeah. to be honest. Breaking the Habit by Jojo. Very close. Yeah. Um, surprisingly enough, nothing by Linkin Park. Uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Linkin Park. Uh, you just... Didn't quite make the cut. Yeah, Gorillaz just lasted with me a bit longer. <laughs> yeah. Probably because, you know, the lead singer's dead, but... <laughs> Rest in peace, Chester. Gone, yeah. but not forgotten. Uh, we're, we're not here to talk about... Uh, death yeah just music just music or sadness and uh well <laughs> it's very difficult to talk about uh my music taste yeah. without talking about sadness that's fair that's very um fair. ashley's song from hunter 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 uh, i see H- I put astrophysics too yeah you did put astrophysics that was, so that was also right that's seven mm-hmm. and uh, ashley's song from uh, harmony of heroes sadly incorrect 
Yeah. But um, uh, I was pretty sure you were gonna put something from uh, Harmony of Heroes, and but I was. I like, knew it was that one. If any of them, it was gonna be that one specifically because that song kind of has a history with you specifically. Yeah. So I thought that song. A possibility that's the song that made me a weeb. Yeah, basically. A freaking album of remastered video game music made me a weeb. Yeah. Because the song was in Japanese and we kind of just loved it. Yeah, no, it had. It's this, a banger. It had this charm that just didn't exist in English music. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, what exactly should we talk about with this list? Um, um, I want to. I want you to read my predictions next, and then we'll oh, we'll okay. jump into. Okay, some that's stuff. fair. All right. I on honestly, some of some of this makes me feel like a fake fan. I'll, uh, put my input on the uh, fake fan of Justin. Uh, I'll put my input on the first <laughs> uh, specifically. Uh, also, I wanted to say I actually should have wrote this down as well. Not necessarily as like a prediction. It's still a prediction, but not specific. And it was the fact that you were going to have way more vocal music than I was yeah. going to have. I should have written that down. Like you probably wrote something down like that. No, did you? I did. No, I did at the very. I wrote something down about lyrics at the end. But uh, we'll get to that. So Meltdown and one other song in Japanese. I couldn't remember Takako's name. Oh, okay. Nice. So I just, and something else in Japanese, but I couldn't remember <laughs> Takako's name specifically. Uh, two Ozzy Osbourne songs. Wow. Really? Yeah, I was, this is the hard read I was talking about. Yeah, I thought that was definitely gonna, a hard read. I thought you were going to have both Crazy Train and uh, no, more tears. no More Tears. Well, interesting fact about that. It wouldn't have been Crazy Train and No More Tears. Uh, it would have been Crazy Train and See You on the Other Side. Mm, if I had to have two awesome yeah. songs. Uh, but I'll get to my honorable mentions later, because, um, yes, I have honorable mentions, and Ozzy is there. Uh, Route 10 from Pokemon Black and White, and then Pokemon XD Coliseum Round 3. Yes, those are both absolutely correct. Uh, one song from Kirby, just gonna say Fountain of Dreams. Yep. 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 I... You're 100% you're right about that. Uh, willing to bet on a shanty, betting bones in the ocean. That was an honorable yeah. mention, <laughs> but it, it did not make it to the list. I also have reasoning for that as well. Uh, also willing to bet on a song from the Made in the Abyss soundtrack. Yep, I'm 100% right about that. A song from the Hollow Knight soundtrack could could be Nightmare King Grimm, but it could also be the Queen's Gardens. Good guesses, but that wasn't actually yeah. the honor. I do have a Hollow Knight in the honorable mentions list as really? well. Really, neither of them. Neither of them. Oh, it, but it it was not one of those. Because I know two. you really like both of those. I do really like both of those. Um, however, actually, neither of those would score in like my top five favorites in Hollow Knight. Really? Or I think they are my top five favorite, but not my top three. Jeez. So they're good guesses, but yes. <laughs> um, and then at the very end, we have. Prediction, even if none of these songs are on the list, I predict that none of Justin's songs will swear because he is a wholesome Chungus 100. Yes. <laughs> okay. And I was correct. You were correct about that. Um, I should have guessed something from Harmony of Heroes, but I didn't. Yeah, I was very surprised you didn't put anything from Harmony of Heroes. I don't know. I, again, it's, it was almost like an out of, out of mind, out of sight. Yeah, I think thing. Harmony of Heroes and Gorillas for me yeah. was those two things yeah. that were blatantly obvious yeah. but neither of us wrote. And then another song I totally forgot about that I should have put was Lonely Tune. Yeah. Yeah, the bell started and I was like, you're so right. Yeah. Like, 
I totally forgot. Because I don't yeah, think no. of the Monster Hunter soundtrack, like, ever. Yeah, even though it's a banger. It, it, like, they all, got pretty some, much all of the yeah, songs in Monster great Hunter. Great songs. Pretty awesome. Um, but, yeah, no, um, that was me with uh, freaking Gorillaz, mm-hmm. whenever, whenever yeah. I heard that. Should have. And also, uh, uh, Love Comes Walking In. Whenever mm-hmm. I heard that, that was me with Love Comes Walking In, the way you felt with Lonely too. And I was like, I'm so dumb. Yeah. Duh. Well, I'm so dumb because I didn't put Life Light. Oh wow! I freaking i i did the i did the hard read with two Aussie songs. Yeah, because <laughs> i I thought you really liked. I do yeah. really like Aussie, um, but I thought you specifically really like No More Tears. I do really like No More Tears because you but... talk about No More Tears more than like See You on the Other Side or I talk about. So I guess I'll start kind of diving into yeah. my reasoning. Uh, I want to talk about the honorable mentions first. Okay. Um. So I actually have my list right here on my computer. Let me pull it up. Okay. So I remember to talk about all the things. Uh, okay. So in my honorable mentions, I have See You on the Other Side, Heart-Shaped Box, mm-hmm. Sealed Vessel, and Aria Math and Bones in the Ocean. Aria Math is the Minecraft creative song that played, oh, that I mention occasionally. so specific. Yeah, I know. It's very specific, but it is an honorable mention because... So I'll just go down the list. So See You on the Other Side over Crazy Train and No More Tears. The reason why I actually don't mention that song very much is because it's easier to talk about No More Tears because of the sick bass. Yeah. And it's easier to talk about Crazy Train because it's iconic and the fun like chorus yeah. and stuff like that. But I love See You on the Other Side because of the lyrics. Yeah. And it just the sound is very different. It's very different from the other ones. But I love Ozzy's voice with that emotion yeah. and that sound of that song. It's so, so good. And also it has just really good instrumentals, yeah. like most Ozzy songs. But um, I don't know, just that one really sticks out to me on a more emotional mm-hmm. level than the other two. A lot of the songs that I have in this are like strictly emotional. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a lot of... Can I just mention... Also, you so, didn't put Lovesick 2 in your predictions Yeah, either. I didn't. Um, I don't know. I thought... Not necessarily that you, I didn't, I didn't know how many ties you were going to have. Because, mm. and I was just going to go with essentially just a strict 10 predictions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I didn't want to have like a huge blanket yeah. check. I don't, I don't know why I didn't put Lovesick, because I definitely was thinking about it, but I just didn't. Really? Yeah. I don't know how I had the guts to do two Aussie songs and not. <laughs> and not Lovesick. Yeah. Because you are right. I do really like Ozzy. I do. But he doesn't carry as much emotional yeah. attachment as, a, as like, literally yeah. all of these other songs. But I do... And that's why See You on the Other Side is yeah. so high. Because it does carry a lot of emotional attachment. It's really funny because you, out of both of us, like, I tend to like more... I guess not even as, um, like, quote-unquote emotional songs as much as just, like, chiller songs. Mm-hmm. But you are like more of like I guess a hype beast, right? Yes. Like you like hype, <laughs> you energetic that. music. I do. Um, and I think that's why I went with both of us. I didn't know what was scoring high on your top ten list. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. No. Um, and I, I just think it's funny that both like our lists aren't similar at yeah. all. Um, and not at all. There's like, I mean, there's meltdown and then and love sick part two. Both, yeah, those are the two songs that we have in common. Yeah. Um, 
I can't remember what I was going to say, but I think the <laughs> listeners honestly understand what I was saying. So yes. go ahead, keep talking. So next was Heart-Shaped Box, and Heart-Shaped Box is on there for a similar reason that Steve on the other side is. Yeah. The emotion is super strong, and it's oddly... Oh, <laughs> it's so weird that I'm saying, oddly enough, an English song. Yeah. So it's a song I can sing to, and I love the sound, and I love the emotion, and... That's definitely a song that I'm going to be able to come back to in later years, yeah. and I know it will be. And it's possible it'll it'll go up on the list. Yeah. Even seeing on the other side has that same one. I can't say that about the other honorable mentions. Yeah. Um, but those two might be songs that climb up the list. Next is Sealed Vessel. So Sealed Vessel is one of those hype songs that you're talking about, but at the same time also carries tons of emotion with yeah, it. Yeah, because um, um, because D and D. Yeah. And and it's not even because I played the song while playing D&D. Um, it's just the progression and the story the song tells. This song's from Hollow Knight, by the way. And has no lyrics. And has no lyrics. But the story that it tells with the music matches perfectly with the story that I always refer it to in my head with D&D. And so, uh, so that's why that's up there. Um, but it also just carries a ton of excitement with it. So, Nightmare King Grimm isn't on there because it doesn't exactly carry emotion. It ah. carries hype and excitement, but not much more other than that. Aria Math, Minecraft, Nostalgia, very vivid images in my head when I hear mm -hmm. the song. Um, yeah, and it also just sounds amazing. And then, what's it called? Bones in the Ocean. So, I couldn't put a shanty on the list. Because they're too recent. recent. Yeah. Yeah. So, That's what I thought. That's why yeah. I was just like, I don't think I should be putting this on, but I don't I don't know how you how, yeah, you, how I rank yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know if you like didn't really care and you were like I mean I have I have astrophysics on my list. Mm -hmm. Like I don't really care how recent or long ago I listened to the song. Like yeah. just as and long as That's it, the other thing with Ozzy and, and Heart Shaped Box is that they feel very recent uh, as well. Yeah. It's a little bit harder for me to to actually put it on the list. Like, granted, there are like two, I guess. No, no, really, just one really recent song that actually makes it on the list. The rest of them are like I've known for at least like four years. Yeah, at least, if not more, on all of them. I guess Life Light isn't necessarily that, but at the yeah. same time, Life Light is Smash, and I've had Smash in like my whole yeah. life. So. Uh, so yeah, that's all my honorable mentions. Do you want to do some honorable mentions before we jump to oh, our top tens? Gosh, um, our, my depressing, awful top tens. Um, <laughs> the whole album, uh, the whole album, freaking uh, tomorrow's nearly yesterday and every day is stupid like Crywank is is an honorable mention for me. I. I can't listen to one of those songs without listening to the whole album because it's not even that it tells a story. It's just, ah, oh! um, up on Melancholy Hill. Also, by Gorillaz is also up there. Uh, self esteem slash evil slash truckers are the blood by AJJ. All three of those are up there. Most of my honorable mentions consist of like the songs that I listen to. Uh, or not songs that I listen to, but uh, the so all the other songs that I like by the bands that I listen to. There we go. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. And Eve. Uh, yes. Uh, Tokyo Ghetto by Eve specifically. Um, any song by Naru just about before or like starting from abstract nonsense. 
probably abstract nonsense is probably the highest up there. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's see. I didn't write down honorable mentions. Just have a couple songs like that. Yeah, yeah. I get that. And uh, Dark Circles by Astrophysics, and that's the that's the last one. Nice. You want to dive into the top tens? I think so. Uh, real quick, was there anything that you were surprised that I didn't put? I guess. Nah. Or all all your songs made sense. Nice. Well, it was the, the same thing for for uh, me. Or... Yeah. Overall, I, I would say I think I already pointed out Lovesick. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one? I think there was one more. Nah, I can't remember. Um, was there anything you were surprised to see on my top ten? No, the, like, I, I thought that's what you meant. Um, oh. No, I, I thought all your songs, like, made sense. Uh, really? Slash, like, I, I should have known they were on the list. Even the first one. What was the first one? Gamma Theme. Yes. I, <laughs> I was thinking, like... Because obviously, open your heart is on my list, right? Yes. So I was like, thinking, so Gamma like, Steam and Open Your Heart are both songs that are on each other's list, um, and they're from the same game, but very different songs. Yeah. But I was listening to it, or or I was like thinking about my list and how it might relate to yours. Like, is there any songs from Sonic DX? And I was just trying to think. I never thought of Gamma Steam. Yeah. And I was just like, no, nah, I don't think so. And I just kind of moved along. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I actually. I think I told you I went through. Yeah. Like, I had Smash. Yeah. I, I should have Sonic. I had Kirby. I should have remembered everything, that everything. you told me that because I could have, like, deduced much better what was gonna be on your list. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, I should have. I should have thought of that more. Yeah. But uh, I I had Gamma's theme obviously, and I that song is so good. Like, it does not deserve to be as yeah. good as it is. <laughs> I always forget how, like, long it is. Like, how different it is. Yeah, but it, yeah, it's long, but it's, it, it changes. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Like, because I thought yeah. it, I thought it just kind of continued it with its repeat. chorus. Yeah, no, yeah, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It's really interesting. Mm -hmm. And I, I really like yeah, that. Yeah, weird synth vibes. Yeah. Yeah. But also a piano. Yeah. Like, it's synthy, but then there's a freaking piano in just it. Just like a straight piano. It's yeah. not even, like, synth piano. It's not piano. like a keyboard. Yeah. Just a regular old piano, and it, it works really good. Yeah. I it permit me to kind of uh, look into the uh, the soul of this yeah. song. I think it's because you know Gamma is a robot, but then the single the piano notes are the natural kind of actual yeah. life of the character. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah, I, I definitely think you can uh, you can kind of view it in your head like a like a like a. The piano like notes are in, no. The piano notes are encased in the synth, yes. like the like the bird in the in the suit. Yeah, I kind of also like thinking of it as an awakening. Yeah, because the song starts and it's fully mechanical, and it mm. you know it rises in sound, and then you kind of get those drums starting to kick yeah. in, and then just like a little more computerized yeah, the, the sounds song, when the piano. The song the start. song sounds like a boot up process, but yeah. a boot up process for life. Yeah, which is freaking sick. Yeah. And totally undeserved for a Sonic game. No, it but... is totally deserved. These ev the sound director or song music directors for the Sonic games is very well renowned. Oh, never mind then. Yeah. Hype. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go back and forth between top ten? Uh, sure. Yeah, I think so. Uh, uh, so you're number ten. Yeah. Uh, Manifesto by Astrophysics. Good. Uh, good late night song. Uh, and I also feel like I would love to dance with someone to it. Yeah. 
I don't know. I I just get that vibe. What kind of dance? Like an actual slow dance? Yeah, like an actual like just kind of yeah hand on their shoulder. Yeah. 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 But like that. in like an apartment, not yes. like on yes. a ballroom. Yes. No, not on a ballroom. Just like and if it was a ballroom, an old ballroom with no, no one, one else. in it, and it's kind and of you guys are it and goes stuff. and both of you are just wearing like normal clothes. You're not wearing like a dress and a suit. No, you're just yeah. freaking. You're just freaking dancing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's got that weird property to it. Yeah, um, it does. And I also think I think it's really interesting. It's one of two songs that uh, Astro actually sings. Huh. Um, and uh, it, he just he just has a really lonely voice. Yeah, and it it sounds real nice. Kind of funny dancing with someone with a lonely sounding song. Yeah, well, it, it, it's a mood. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, you're number nine, and is this a tie? Is number nine? Are you? No. Do you have two number two number nines? <laughs> No, I have a I have a large number nine. Okay. Actually, um, so the next one is Takako Mamiya, uh, yeah. Mayonaka no Joke, which is just midnight joke. Nice. Um, I actually should really look. I have looked at the lyrics to the song, but I honestly cannot remember what they were mm-hmm. exactly. Um, but basically, the story behind the song is I was you know listening to city pop as I do, and then I heard it. I heard it once. And it didn't necessarily, like, catch my attention. Um, like, I heard it, and I was like, this is a good song. I like it. Then it finished. And I, just, and I just kind of nodded my head, like, yeah, I liked that a lot. And then it played again, and I was like, oh, this is that song. And it, for some reason, I just liked it Caught even more. Caught your attention like, way more. Yeah, and I was just like, let me really listen to this. And, you know, I did. I'm like, that's really good. And then, uh, so I put it into my liked videos list, and eventually it was just like, like two three months later like i actually looked up the singer for the song and that's how i found the album but that was the first song that i heard heard by that particular singer takako mamiya and i've talked about her already so i'll try and make it brief but yeah um i don't know it just sounds freaking it's really magical great. it's yes yeah, it's serene yeah and on just the whole album mm-hmm. is yeah this one in particular mm-hmm. uh so yeah that, that's about yeah. it my number nine the Watamote opening. Yes. This is like, my my again my. The thing about my playlist is, if someone like just listened to this playlist, mm-hmm. they would have no idea how old I am. Yeah. <laughs> because my songs are so varied and in in tone, in theme, everything. Yeah. Like, Especially you, love comes walking and throwing that one. Just, yeah. Just that was just like wait, a freaking curve. What a minute! Wait a minute! What? Yeah. Um, I think overall, someone probably guessed you're around twenty. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so uh, heavy metal, all nice screamo, like heavy drums, guitar. Uh, but I love the song so much. One because Watamote was the first anime I ever watched. Um, and two, I think it, I think it fits the uh, the character of of Tomoko and her story so well, uh, with the lyrics and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's actually one of the few songs I naturally learned the harmony for. Oh, really? Yeah. Naturally or actually? Like, act. Both. Oh, okay. Uh, because... I couldn't tell which one you said. Yeah, naturally. Like, learn the harmony for. That's cool. Yeah, uh, because I very rarely notice harmony mm-hmm. for, for the listeners. Um, I very rarely notice harmony. And so uh, this one just clicked with me to the point to where I noticed the harmony. It's also one of the few anime OPs I think we both consistently would watch and listen to yeah. while watching the episodes. Definitely. Like, 
along with like the JoJo's OPs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But this one definitely. Yeah. Because it's just so different. It is, and the the synchronization mm. with the music and the actual visuals is yeah. freaking awesome. It's it's just hype. It's pretty hype. Yeah. And also nostalgic. It's got that angsty teen vibe along oh, with yeah. it that Tevi loves so much. Mm-hmm. All right, so number eight for me was a lonely tune from Monster Hunter, and it's so it's so funny for me. Because I have so many orchestral songs yeah, on my list. I was going to point that out. Um, yeah, you do. You have a lot of orchestra yeah. in your in your playlist. Yeah, and I've pointed this out before. Like I have stated, I do like the sound of orchestral music. The issue is, I don't like straight orchestral music. Yeah, it has to be orchestral music associated with something. Like, and that's almost just music in general for me. I have to associate something with it. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but yeah, so A Lonely Tune, this song plays for the credits in Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, and it is... It's very different. Yeah, it just kind of suddenly just jumps in, and you haven't heard anything pretty much throughout the entire game that sounds quite like this song, but uh, one of the interesting things about it is that it's actually a, uh, what would you call it? It's the same melody as... Yeah, same melody as the boss you just fought. Yeah. But it's actually kind of hard to notice. I didn't actually realize that the first time I heard it. It wasn't until like I was scrolling through the YouTube comments that I saw someone say, by the way, this is actually the freaking Shiguru Magala theme, but, you know, with a singer and stuff. And I didn't actually realize that. But um, that's probably one of the reasons why, you know, it's so potent. Yeah, so potent when you first listen to it. And in addition to that you hear it at the end of the story, right? And it gives you a bunch of little cinematics that look really great yeah, uh, and really hit close it, to it home. Gives, uh, it gives, like, a stained glass painting, right? Yeah. Um, well, not just that, but, it, like, you know, it shows, like, all, like, the Ace Hunters, oh, the Ravineer, yeah. the Guildmarm, and all the other, the other people in the caravan. They're all kind of, like, going back home or completing their journey or doing their things that they love doing. Going mm-hmm. back, Basically going back to what they... Yeah. they were doing before going out in the adventure so it's kind of a return home kind of thing but you know it never actually shows you mm. which is interesting because i guess you're you're not quite done yet yeah um but yeah i don't know and so it carries a super nostalgic sound to it, it just sounds really nice i would love to be able to hear the song in person because obviously there's only so much a freaking 3ds's uh audio yeah. can handle so it doesn't sound necessarily like mind blowing. Mind blowing, just like from a purely sound quality yeah. base. But I do know that the people who orchestrate Monster Hunter music legitimately do get actual singers and then actual orchestra, and it is indeed like orchestrated. Like yeah. orchestrated, yeah. It's not just made on a computer. So I would love to actually see mm-hmm. them them perform this song. Oh, yeah. It would be I would pay a lot of good money for that. But, yeah, I don't know. This one just really hits close to home. (laughs) Every time I play it, I'm just Mm -hmm. like, oh, I love it. Very regal sounding. Yeah. And full of memories. (laughs) Anyways. Uh, My number eight, uh, People to the Reckoning by Andrew Jackson Jihad or (laughs) AJJ. Um, I like this song. (laughs) I hardly know why I like it. Uh... 
like geez like it's a weird song to say this is one of my favorites yeah it really is because it feels simultaneously pretentious and simultaneously like i don't like music yeah um it's very out of left field yeah. in just about every way shape and form like yeah. from the sound of the singer to the lyrics to the like, lyrics to everything. even the instrumental because it, it's like alternative it sounds like alternative country even though the rest of the album is like folk punk Mm-hmm. Um, this song in particular, folk punk lyrics with alternative country sound. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a weird one. You just have to give it a listen if you want to. <laughs> People to the Reckoning by Andrew Jackson Jihad, and it's the number two, by the way. Yes. Yeah. That, that's all. That's that's all I could say, dude. All right. Yeah, I feel like I've kind of been hogging up this one. Go ahead. Constant blabber. Hog it up more. Uh, so now we jump into the area where my songs no longer have lyrics, and already the only songs that we've been hearing have only been in Japanese lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so the first song, or the next song, number seven, is Route 10 from Pokemon Pokemon Black and White. Um, oh my gosh, I love this song. Yeah. It's so good. It's so, so nice, so relaxing, and... In, in the context of the game, it's after you, if you've played a Pokemon game, it's after you beat the eight gym leaders. And for those of you who don't know, the eight gym leaders are kind of like... They're your milestones. Yeah, they're milestones. So basically the way every po- just about every Pokemon game works is there's eight gym leaders. When you beat all eight gym leaders and get all eight gym badges, you can move on to the Elite Four. And you if you beat the Elite Four all in a row without like taking any sort of like rest... Yeah, going to a Pokemon Center. Like, yeah. You can still heal your Pokemon with any items you bring. If you beat them four all in a row, uh, you can move on to the champion. If you beat the champion, well, you've completed Pokemon and you became the champion of the region. It, it's awesome. Anyways, this was my, my first Pokemon game, or like main series Pokemon game. And basically, before you go to the Elite Four, there's always like a passage called Victory Road um that's in every pokemon game but in black and white before you get to victory road there's a little route called route 10 and so each of the routes in the game have had their own themes but none of them hit as hard as this one yeah it's so it's very unique and it is full of like a sense of like i've come so far it's a looking back but it's also anticipation yes and Looking back, anticipation, but also a quick little, like, let me take a quick rest and reflect. Yeah. And it's, yeah, so basically it's a nice reflection song after all of the stuff you've just gone through and also in anticipation of what you're about to achieve. It, it's amazing. Yeah. It's also the song I graduated to because, you know, you play a little montage as a homeschooler with all the little pictures of your silly childhood. And that's the song I played. And it was amazing. I had a lot of people come up to me and ask me, like, what was that song? That was really nice. And that's... I feel like most people don't actually get that. Yeah, that's silly. Yeah, actually. no, I had, like, four people ask me, like, what was that? It was really good. Yeah. It's just funny, because it's, like, it's, like, 16, 16, 24-bit. Yeah. Just, like, kind of pixelated sounds. Yeah. Like, nothing that a freaking Super Nintendo couldn't do. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, Route 10. Yeah. Uh, next up from yeah, are you done? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, I for me would be uh, Rhinestone Eyes is my number seven. Uh, by Gorillas, 
and my word. Man, what is with you with these lyrics, man? Oh, sorry. Let I... the music speak for itself. <laughs> the lyrics are part of the music. <laughs> um, Rhinestone Eyes, Song by Gorillaz from their album Plastic Beach. Plastic Beach, as an entire album, deals with uh, themes of environmentalism and like pollution and that type of thing. And uh, that's kind of what this song is about, but it's uh, it's kind of like a pollution of love. Um, the lyrics are very cryptic. They're very hard to understand. Very hard to understand. <laughs> there um, goes Tevin, you're being pretentious again. Yeah. <laughs> that's a sentence you can say before I talk, and you'd be correct. <laughs> um, so, but the, the thing I really like about this one is its instrumentation is, uh, or I guess its production is... So it starts out very bare with these, with just like three notes in a particular order, and then 2D or J Albarn starts singing, whatever you want to call him. He starts singing, and then it starts layering more, and then he starts singing again, and then it layers on more, and it keeps putting stuff on till it's almost hard to comprehend. It's almost harsh on the ears, but that's kind of the point. It's supposed to like fill fill it it's supposed to sludge it up contaminate yeah and every, every time i i listen to it i notice something different about the layering like literally this time i notice like like there's a there's like a descending note it'll start from a very high note and it'll go down like, almost like a siren or an alarm i don't mm. know it just sounds it just sounds so cool and then also uh, 2d's voice it sounds very distant yeah like he's like singing like yeah. out he's far away yeah yeah it's it's very it's very nice I like that. Hard. I can't tell. <laughs> Alright, so my number six song is The Girl Who Fell From The Sky. Yep. Uh, it's it's nothing bad. And once again, there's no lyrics. Uh, it's from the movie Castle in the Sky. And it's basically like the main theme yeah. of the movie. Um, this, this movie just really hits close to home for me. It's pretty much my favorite movie. Yeah. Honestly. Once again, a lot of sentimental attachment. And kind of one of the movies that first really got us comfortable with the idea of anime and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so yeah, I love this movie. Like, I, it's very, um, I don't know, I, I think it was a very much a right time, right place yeah. movie for me. Um, so it, it, just, it just hit the nail on the head in my heart. And yeah i don't so this song it's the main theme of the movie basically and it's just i don't know it's just good memory good good uh i don't even know how to describe it i just love it yeah i just genuinely love it one of the main ways that i i uh ranked all of these songs is by how much chills it kind of gives me because whenever i listen to music i do get like goosebumps and stuff depending yeah. on how emotionally attached to it i am mm -hmm. um, or how excited i get when i listen to it and yeah. so this song does give me a lot of emotion and excitement mm -hmm. when i hear it because it, you know it comes in at pretty much the beginning of the movie and it's going through all the credits and stuff like that i'm like oh this is my movie this is the one i love the movie is on the movie yeah is on. so i love that song it's it's orchestrated and it starts out with kind of like a little i don't even know what the instrument would be but just think of Think of the sound sparkles would make. Yeah. Yeah. Like sparkling gemstones. What sound would that make? That's it's basically what the sound chimes is. on like a drum. Yeah. I guess, but that not quite. Yeah. Because those sound like, you know, in the Eye of Sorrow at the yeah. very end, 
that's what those sound like. Yeah. That doesn't sound like that. It's much more distinct. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's probably more like a marimba of some kind or something similar bells, to that. Yeah. Um, bells of that kind. Yeah. But yeah, and then you know, it just yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. I love it. It's a beautiful song. And I totally forgot that this soundtrack existed, and I totally forgot that you loved it so much. <laughs> so whenever the song started, I thought it was a freaking advertisement, but like I just kind of let it keep playing. And then it started, I was like, it's freaking Castle in the Sky. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. It's a good song. <laughs> um, like, I, I, yeah, I have to, yeah. Uh, number, number six, Feel Good Ink, but also by Gorillaz. That I absolutely should have known was on your list, but my brain just did an absolute brain fart so, and was just like, <laughs> funny thing about me. These Rhinestone Eyes and Feel Good Ink are probably the only song on my top ten list that will actually like swap around, but they only swap around with each other. <laughs> and like I think I'm just solidifying that I like that I I say I like Feel Good Ink more than Rhinestone Eyes. I love them both equally, I'm gonna be completely honest, but I, I put uh I put Feel Good Ink on top because I think it it's was the first one you listened to. Not just that, I think it's easier to listen to. Ah, okay. Um because it's uh, I, I guess the, the the message or the the theme of the song is is just as cryptic. Yeah. Um. But I think the overall sound like it carries both kind of an exciting sound yeah. to it. I shouldn't maybe not. It's not exciting. exciting. It's uh, but a more energetic. It has a more energetic sound yeah, to it. Yeah, because of, and then uh, it also goes into the gentle sound, which Rhinestone Eyes doesn't do as much. Yeah. It's just kind of gentle. Yeah. It's not necessarily gentle, but it's slower. It's mm. slower. Yeah. So yeah. Maybe you can kind of fit it into your mood more easily. Yeah. Um. It's a heavy, epic bass line. Yes. I love the bass line for this song. Real quick, that's what it is. It's not like exciting or gentle. It's just the mood is has yeah. it carries two types of moods with yeah. it or emotions, and so it's easier to kind of just listen to mm. more consistently. But not just more consistently. I mean, for like other people. Oh. Okay. Like if I introduce people to girls, I'm not showing them rhinestone eyes right off the gotcha, bat. I'm gotcha, showing gotcha. them feel good ink. Yeah. One because I think it's a more accurate portrayal of what gorillas does. Yeah. And two because it's just easier to listen to. Yeah. Um. So I love I love the drums. I love the lyrics. Uh, I love I love the uh, 2D's voice and the chorus. Just how the song starts in general. I remember. Uh, there was a there's a there's a video I would watch called uh, Genji's Dance Goes With Everything. Um, and Feel Good Ink was a, was a song in this video. And I always remember feeling very uncomfortable when I heard it. But that's the point. Uh, the, very, the beginning part uh, where the singer is muttering the words feel good. It just, it doesn't hit right. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that's the point. Yeah. Um, it's unsettling. So, yeah, it's, it's a very special song. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Feel Good Ink by Gorillaz. So right now we're getting to our number fives. Um, and I'm just going to say, like, this episode's going to keep going, going for a, a while longer. Yeah. So if you want to just, like, stop right here and then come back yeah, to it I later, now would be a good time, good time. to do so. Yeah. Um, but without further ado, we'll go in this, jump into the, the top five. And uh, for me, number five immediately starts out with a tie. And the reason for that is the songs are the Pokemon Coliseum three, theme three, and uh, Gourmet Race and Nebula Belt from Kirby Air Ride on the GameCube. So both. So the reason why I have these songs tied 
is because, for one, they're both on the GameCube, and I almost like them for the exact same reason. Mm. So I feel like I can almost swap them. Mm-hmm. Like They're the same song, essentially. Yeah, pretty much. As far as reasons you like them goes, yeah. they're the same song. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say uh, the Coliseum theme carries more hype, and Nebula Belt carries more dreaminess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so those are, but those are pretty much the only like key differences in the sound. Um, mm-hmm. You look like you were thinking about something. Uh, I am. But you, keep keep going. Okay. So, so that's overall the reason why I have those two songs tied. Because I also feel like if uh, you know if I never heard Nebula Belt, I would have Coliseum filling mm-hmm. the same role, and if I never had Coliseum, I would have Nebula Belt filling the same role that Coliseum does. Mm-hmm. Just whenever I in feeling for that mood or whatever wanting mm-hmm. to feel those particular memories and emotions because you know they were both in the gamecube around the same age that i was playing them and stuff and they're some of my favorite games on the gamecube too yeah not that i had a whole lot but these ones were definitely some that i held cl- i held near and dear mm-hmm. um just the orca the orchestration on uh, nebula belt it's it's co- it's actually called uh, fountain of dreams um but the orchestration on that one is so nice. Yeah. I don't know. I really like it. Once again, it's on an older game system, so it's not necessarily, like, the amazing. The most polished. Yeah. But that's kind of part of the charm for yeah. me. Yeah. And the same thing for Coliseum. The rustic feel. Yeah. So that they both carry that rustic feel to them. I, I love them very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five for me. A uh, very interesting choice, as, as all of them. It just doesn't... It seems to just not fit in with the rest of the songs, mostly, but Lose Yourself by Eminem. Uh, One of the ones that I guessed. Yeah, and surprisingly I was very, enough. very pleased with. Yeah. Uh, gosh, I love this song. Yeah. I love this song so much. And uh, it, and for good reason. Yeah, for a while, straight up, like I was, I was kind of struggling, like, one, to go to sleep, two, just waking up, because I just felt like, why should I wake up? Yeah. Um, this song made me excited for tomorrow, essentially. Like, this song made me excited to wake up. Not because I had, like, an alarm or anything. I would listen to it before I went to bed, and then I'd go to sleep, and then I'd wake up and be like, it sees everything I've ever wanted in one moment. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, uh, I think... I think he approaches everything that he does well, you know? Yeah. Like... Uh, like i mean in the lyrics that he's the story that he's telling right like i like how he obviously doesn't regret what he's doing but he knows that some of the stuff that he does is wrong mm-hmm. um and and i don't know i like that yeah uh it's almost very honest yeah with it. it's it's the he he's honest with the price that he pays yeah and gosh those lyrics are just hype. Yeah, they really are. I I one hundred percent agree. Yeah. They're exciting lyrics, an exciting sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is the number four, and uh, for me it is "Theme of the Abyss" from Made in the Abyss series that I love so very much. <laughs> uh, kind of similar to "The Girl Who Fell from the Sky" because it's the main theme of the series. Yeah. Um, but not the opening. Yeah, it's not the opening. It is the theme, and. Man, I love the violins in this song. And just like the intro as well, it almost sounds kind of 
empty, kind of yeah. distant. I, uh, like, it's this, echoing through this, the abyss. Yeah, this was another song that, like, I didn't know what was going on. Because I didn't, I wasn't looking at uh, yeah. Justin's phone while I was listening to these. I was just kind of listening to them. Whatever came up, came up. And so, like, I was just listening to it, and it just starts. It's, it's kind of like a wind sound effect, yeah. right? Just, like. And then there's just, like, a. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Now I just really feel like I can see the song yeah. in this one. I see everything in it. Especially when uh the the dun, 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 dun. Yeah. I see kind of like nighttime just kind of going over the town and stuff. And then once the violins begin to kick in, freaking sun just barely yeah. starting to rise and just filling everything with light like oh it's so good i have goosebumps right now by the nice. way um because i'm thinking about it so much like mm, it just ignites everything in my brain and mm -hmm. i love it oh yeah so that's that's theme of the abyss uh just real quick i love i, I want to point out how i love how the songs that you very much like like that are very high on your list are very uh you, you they're very cinematic for you yeah like that's kind of why why you like them that's a most, lot of the time that's that is what uh kind of defines a song is my favorite song yeah. is how much visual it places in my head yeah um a lot of my honorable mentions actually don't do a whole lot of that ah. um sealed vessel definitely the most out of all of them yeah um but that's because i have a very distinct memory that i that I uh, associate with it. Yeah. But uh, all of these other ones, I have just, mm, whether it's actually just like a memory memory or like, like, a, like a feeling that I just remember having at the time, or if it's, you know, a video game or a TV show that I just remember seeing yeah. and just feel so fondly for. Um, but yeah. So a uh, number four to I may me. I may not have Synthesia, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> Synesthesia. Synesthesia, yeah. Uh, number four for me. Love Walks In <laughs> by Van Halen. Uh, rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. Um, yeah, this is uh, this throws a whole monkey wrench in the system. <laughs> it like, does. like, obviously there's a little, like, there's some synth, right? But this is pure 80s hard rock. Yeah. Glam metal. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. I refuse to believe that the 80s was anything other than this. <laughs> I refuse to believe that the 80s was anything other than this and that freaking old aerobics video. I, I don't know if you've... Uh, do, you, do you know that song? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, that, that plays with freaking an aerobics video. And I refuse to believe the 80s was anything the other American than The American 80s. Yeah. The American 80s. The American 80s, yes. No, eighties whole world. Okay, eighties was a perfect time. It was. They did aerobics for ten years and got into the nineties, and everyone was angsty. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, everyone's pants just fell down to their knees. Yeah. I guess that's more 2000s As brunch, well as but... their self-esteem. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> and their will to live. <laughs> so, uh. This is uh this is a really special song cuz I was I was listening to the radio at like 12 in the morning just you know whatever came on 94.5 just 
Shout out to ninety four point five by the way, they're awesome. Yeah, uh, just just chilling, you know, and it stays like it stays silent for a bit. And I'm just like, oh okay, like that's weird. Sometimes they do like air dead air, like yeah. it it's happened before. Um, and I, I just kind of wait, and then the synth hits, and my mind was blown. Like I was like, this is everything I've ever wanted in a song. Yeah, and. I'm so glad I have it. Yeah. Like, mm, like I felt like I knew the lyrics before I'd ever listened to the song. Yeah. Because they they just resonate with mm-hmm. like, everyone. I feel. Can you ever like guess the notes or guess the words to a song? Yes. Yeah. The, the, that was this song. Yeah. But like, it wasn't a bad thing. It wasn't yeah. because it was like kitsch or cliche. Yeah. It, it just it was just right. You yeah. know that's the that's what this song is. It feels right so uh i think this is interesting because we both have the same song for our number three slot we do yeah so we both have lovesick 2 as our Lovesick number part three two slot, by which is Jones. awesome i think that's super cool yeah um so i love this song because it really introduced like a whole new era yeah to my life mm-hmm. like both musically and just like everything emotionally yeah no just literally event- everything event eventually yeah eventually no i think this is when we were actually really starting to get the hang of smash this was when we were really starting to get into anime yeah like it may not have necessarily started this yeah but it we found it during that, that time. time and so it's associated with all of these different things um for me at least and another thing that I find very special about it is the fact that we both really, really like it. And we can both kind of agree on the right mood to kind of play yeah. these songs. And we almost both made it our mission to kind of administer these songs yeah. to two people as much as we could because they're freaking amazing. Um, By the way, um, Love Sick Part 2 is part two of uh, six songs. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast. We actually have not. Uh, so uh, that's the time to talk about it. If anyone's still listening, please tell me you're listening. Because um, this is important. Uh, there's six of these. And they're all just about equally incredible. Yeah. No. Um, mm. Look up mm. Lovesick Hexology. Not right now. Just like just like go do it eventually. Cause Unless it's one in the morning. In which case, do it right now. Do it. Because now yeah. is the time to do it. Uh, Lovesick Hexology. There's like a 30 minute video with like a big pink sun looking yeah uh by dj cookie dough i believe um listen to it it's incredible you will literally drown in the loveliness listening to all six of them in a row legitimately feels like a story yeah there is so much almost soft storytelling there's soft storytelling but the emotions change but the almost like the core of each of them yeah, stays, stays the, the same because it's like the same singer and the same style but the emotions change in each one of them yeah and it's awesome like oh it's so good mm. it's so good um i definitely think lovesick 2 scores best yeah out of all but of them lovesick part one is yes. a very very yeah. tight second yes yes um, I, I almost have Lovesick 2 up here as like a representative of all of them. Yes. Um, because genuinely, I think that 
they're all just fantastic. Mm-hmm. I definitely say it's probably like for me, the list of the six is like Love Sick Two, One, probably Five, Four, Six, Three. Yeah. Same. Yeah. That like, like it, it's hard for me to decide between four and six though. I I'm I I I actually really like it, Six's instrumentals. Um, I don't know. I uh. I just can't let the lyrical yeah, play me too. of me Love too. Si- uh for for context, uh Lovesick Part Four, uh in the chorus of the song is able to make puns or reference all twelve of the months. Yeah. Um which is in like, could you think of doing that? No, I have I have no idea how I'd be able to do that. I, I neither it, do I. But the thing is it doesn't even feel like corny or anything. Or forced. Like that. Yeah, no, it feels natural and it sounds amazing. Like the flow is so perfect. All of these songs flow with freaking grace. Grace. Oh my gosh, it's elegance. But yeah, so um, if if you're needing something to listen to at like three in the morning, for one, as Tevi has said in the past, astrophysics definitely. Mm-hmm. But two, if you want to have an existential crisis, astrophysics to your soul. But but if you just want to have a good time, if you time, want to rest your soul, yeah, like legit, if you want to speak to your soul with music, the Lovesick Hexology, it will absolutely do that. Yeah. Um. All right. So number two for me, uh, meltdown. Number two for you is number one for me. Yep. So uh, let's talk about it, shall we? Uh. I think it's very funny that this scores in number one, or like num- the top three for both, both of us. Why is that? Why is that for you? Part of it is actually a similar reason to Lovesick. Uh, the new era type the thing. The new era type thing, but also we both grew very attached to the song. Mm-hmm. Like it was something we both kind of experienced together. You brought it up first. You were like, yeah. well, like it, was, I... it was almost the reverse of Lovesick. Because Lovesick yeah. I showed to you, yeah. and Meltdown you showed to me. Granted, you didn't find Lovesick on your own. I didn't find it on my own. I list. did. I did find Meltdown by myself. But you found it in a top ten list. Yeah, but like, <laughs> that's the... <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's, it's yeah. still for the most part finding it on your own. Yeah. Because, and this kind of is what got us into Vocaloid, because yes. Yes. I was I was the one who kind of pursued Vocaloid because I thought it was... Oh, this is so weird. I love it. <laughs> Probably exactly how it sounded. Probably, yeah. It sounds about about right. Um. So yeah. So the fact that both of us grew an attachment to this song, I don't know. It's just very special to me. Yeah. Um. Real quick, interesting thing about both Lovesick and Meltdown for me. As I had already stated, a lot of the songs are very much based off of the like emotional excitement I feel mm-hmm. off of them, but neither of these songs make me feel excited. So neither of them actually give me chills nearly as much as a lot of these other songs. Like mm-hmm. even Sealed Vessel, which is an honorable mention, none of these songs even like give like twenty percent of the amount of chills I can feel from that song. But despite that, I I hold these songs with so much value. It's like they, res- it's like an they, honor yeah, thing. Yeah, no, it's not even just honor. It's literally like these songs are like gold I'm holding in my hands. <laughs> like I'm not even joking. Auditory they're just, gold. They're just valuable to me. They yeah. mean a lot to me. So it's not this. So they won't be, but they're not necessarily exciting. So they're not gonna give me that 
excitement drive yeah. that I feel from a lot of other songs. But that doesn't change the fact that they just mean a lot to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah you're trying to look at the time. Uh, 55. Okay. Um, but yeah, so they just mean... Meltdown means a lot to me. Yeah. And it also just... I love how it sounds. Yeah. I, I, I love it. Yeah. You know, if, if you're not into the Vocaloid sound, then you're not going to like yeah. it. Because it's very Vocaloid. It is very Vocaloid. It's also very, like... It's not early Vocaloid. It's very uh, mid, mid-Vocaloid. mid Yeah. Like that... Yeah, it's not er, it's yeah. not an early Vocaloid sound, so it doesn't have the, the very, very computery sounding. But it's also not the... the very, kind of rough. It's not the organic sound of Wawaka or something like that. Yeah. It is so... It's clearly computerized, but it is not as uh, buzzy yeah. as the as some of the older ones could sound. Um, I was going to say something. Go ahead and say what you were going to say. Uh, it, just, it just struck a particular chord with me. I think I've told you the story. I, I found the song at 3 a.m., and yeah. it talks about being awake at 3 a.m. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's just it, just... it just hit me. Yeah. The, the notes were just something special. The whole... Uh, construction of the song was so different from mm-hmm. anything I experienced. If if I could sit in like a car or something like that, just like by myself at like night and just like have it just move, just with lights moving past me and everything and have this song playing, I would feel amazing. Mm-hmm. I would I would love to experience that. Yeah. I don't, but it have to be like like almost like a capsule. Yeah. Just like completely surrounded by glass so I can see everything all around me and just have a chair in the middle where I can lean back and just ah and just see everything. Just oh um one other thing about Meltdown, uh you probably remember whenever we were up in Smiley mm-hmm. and we were both whistling it. Yeah. And we did the little harmony. Mm-hmm. We had never like harmonized with a song before. Yeah. We had never practiced this before either, but we harmonized it anyways. And it sounded amazing. Yeah. And and then afterwards, our buddies were like, "What was that harmony? Like, that why sound- did that sound? Yeah, good. that sounded really good. We were just like, I don't actually know. We've never even done that before. Yeah. But it sounded awesome. It was very improvised, but it yeah. worked. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just just kind of speaks to our souls, I guess. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, I guess I'll jump to my number one. Uh, I haven't done my number two. Oh yes, 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 yes. My number two. Open your heart by Crush Forty. Um, this is this is a goofy. This is a goofy case because this song, instrumentally fantastic, lyrically awful. This song has awful lyrics. Like they make no sense rhythmically. They make no sense. Uh, uh, I want to say anatomically, but like. Like sound wise, like they words. don't they don't rhyme, uh they don't like sound the same. He'll do like A A I Yeah. Uh freaking I know it's a one way track. D- uh, tell me now how long this will last. Not gonna think this way, nor will I count on others. Like yeah. it, it it doesn't work. The yeah. song shouldn't work. But oh my gosh, it is a lovely song and it is also linked with a very deep memory of a uh, Sonic Adventure DX. Yeah. Also, I think it's funny that you're saying it's a lovely song when this is a rock song. This is a, yeah, this is also very, uh, essentially 80s. Yeah. Very 80s, surprisingly enough. 
I would um, almost say more nineties actually. It's both. Yeah. It's that middle it's transition the period. Of the two. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's pretty great. It's 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 pretty yeah, hype. It's hype. If I'm being completely honest, this song gives me chills. Yes. That's so funny. It does. Now that freaking the yeah yeah the bridge yeah the, the bridge. bridge that that gives me a lot of chills yeah. that and the 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 electric guitar before that yeah is like yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like the song floating. makes you want to run yeah it does it makes me want to run and beat up an ancient water deity yeah by spinning into him yeah. Uh yeah, and then uh, next up is my number one, which is once again two songs, um, kind of for similar reasons to uh, the other the time. other the other time I had. It's uh, for one, Life Flight from Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yeah, it is the one song in existence that will actually get me to cry, um, if I try and sing with it. Like I practically can't sing the song. Yeah, without like and genuinely sing it without crying mm-hmm. um that's why you that's why we all we both have to do like a goofy voice yes, whenever is, we sing it it is because if i don't i will cry it's <laughs> if i like, genuinely get into it i will cry yeah um but then so along with that is final destination from the harmony of, harmony of heroes album which is basically just an album of songs that are in super smash brothers remastered by very talented musicians yeah and oh my gosh Final Destination is like the peak of like yeah just the most of most of your songs know. aren't like hype again like even though you are a hype beast hype yeah. monster most of these songs aren't hype till we get to number one yeah Final Destination is freaking wow it yeah. is it is hype the and it's especially if you've played sash brothers yeah because it's a medley it gets melee it gets uh smash brawl, brawl and i i want to say it gets, it, it gets the first one as well it, it does have 64 mm-hmm. okay but um e- even in addition does it to have that, smash 4 it does not okay yeah um because it was before smash 4 was yeah released. no uh, smash 4 had i think released. it was being made before uh, uh smash okay. 4 was yeah, released probably um but basically, the way this song opens up, you know, it's called Final Destination. That's already a pretty awesome. That's already a pretty awesome title. But the way the song opens up is with like wind sounds. Yeah. So it is extremely cinematic, like cinematic, like nobody's business. So it starts out with wind sounds, and you can just see there's like an open kind of almost desolate, desolate field, landscape, like looking like, area, yeah, very desert-like. Yeah. Yeah, like you know, like brown sand. Yeah. And um. Not kind of like that whitish yellowish. Yeah, no, brown. Brown. And then you get almost like it's like the sound of a bell if the bell wasn't even hit. Yeah. You know how when you hit a bell, there's that clear, distinct impact. It's as if it was already ringing and it just gets louder. And along with that sound is like some super low bass vocals from like a freaking choir. Yeah. And then then a little bit more wind. And then you get like the actual choir kind of kicks in just for a little bit, just doing ah, and then, and then they kind of like crescendo up to a little higher note, go silent, and you just hear some the drums, drums, and then they just, boom, the freaking song starts and it's 
Oh, it's good. It is so good. And yeah, and then just from there on, it's nothing but excitement and yeah. hype and nostalgia. And it's just exploding with cinematic energy. Like, holy crap. It is awesome. Um, and there's even some freaking like electric guitar. It's pretty, it's a, uh, it's symphonic metal. Yeah. Um, at its peak. Yeah. At its peak. Along with nostalgia at its peak, cinematic at its peak. Just, mm. Most things mm. at its peak. So good. Anyway, so both of these songs are actually tied for me because they're both related to Smash Brothers. Um, that's the main reason why they're both tied. And I feel like... I feel like they coincide with one another. Yeah. Because Final Destination is strictly like brawling before. Yeah. Lifelight is like how far I've come. Yeah. Kind of thing with Smash Brothers. Because, you know, it's, it's freaking my life. Like, let's be honest. Smash Brothers is kind of part of my life. Yeah. Or not kind of part of my life. It is legitimately part of my life. Yeah. Um, Take away Smash Brothers. There is nothing else. There's literally like... That's like removing forty percent of me. Just the husk of a man. Yeah. So yeah, Final Destination and Life Life. That that's what seals the deal. Yeah. 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 I. I can't. I can't argue. Yeah. Um, so I think I think we have to kind of end it with the like. So what did you think of my playlist? Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um. You go first because I think. I think yours is a bit easier to make an opinion of, but I don't know what... Yeah. Um, it's funny, because most of the... Literally, like, none of these songs I listen to on my own time. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't change the fact that all of them are very good. Yeah. Like, it's not like any of these songs I was like, oh, I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan. No, all of them are like, this is good music. This is... I feel like they are all deserving of a top ten spot in Tevi's playlist. If that if that yeah. makes sense, they they all definitely carry things that I would be like, yeah, I can see why Tevi loves this. Just song. real quick, uh, what did and you think of the well. what did you think of the double gorillas? It didn't surprise me. Yeah, like if there was one group that was going to have two songs, it would have been gorillas. Yeah, like that's. No questions asked. Yeah. And again, I feel so stupid for not guessing gorillas because duh. Yeah. And I should have and if I had thought of gorillas, I would have been like, Yeah, there's probably gonna be two gorilla songs on here. Yeah. Um but yeah, so o overall, uh Tevi out of ten. Tevi out of ten. <laughs> uh your playlist is super orchestral, also no songs that I actually listen to on my own time. Yeah. Spoiler alert, Justin and I actually have very different musical tastes. Yeah. Um, if you couldn't tell by our playlist. We kind of get a, uh, a, a mesh with rock music. Yeah. But that's about it. The Venn diagram is and, and rock music and Vocaloid. Yeah, and it's funny because there was one Vocaloid song that made it on, and then there was no rock music that made it on. Or I guess there was a... You had Love Comes Walking In. Yeah, but overall, and gorillas. it's gorillas. Grills is rock. Yeah, open your heart. It's, it's rock. But stuff that plays like on like the cute. Yeah, is, is more yeah. what I mean. The hard rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think of uh, our our rock tastes are just like it's it's the filler stuff, so yeah. we don't have to listen to our favorite stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's not that we That's don't like accurate. it. It's mm -hmm. we'd rather listen to it than any other thing ever so we'd listen to rock music right 
And it's also good. And it's good. Like it's enjoyable. Yeah. We definitely sing that's, to the vast majority of the songs. Yeah. So that's why that's why we listen to rock music. It's not yeah. necessarily it's not necessarily because it scores on our top ten. You know? Yeah. And again, like the song that the rock song that scores on my top ten is like why it's not a why this one, it but it is a why this yeah. one. Because <laughs> it's not the first song people would ever think of. Yeah. 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 Especially because, like, it's a very different Van Halen song, and, like... Open your heart? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's also just, like, I don't I don't know how many people are obsessed with that specific uh, point of I, the 80s of, like, synth and you, glam metal. And... You know what is really funny? Hmm. If I scroll in the comments of all of the songs that I have... Uh-huh. All of them have people just absolutely like, and I'm, I guess that would be the case with all of the songs, but like people gush about those songs. Yeah. Like people just go head over heels yeah. for them. Also, I think it's funny, like, I'm the person that will like go out and search for like very new and different music, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I have some of the most, like, some of the out of the two of us, most normie stuff. That's because, actually true. Because I have both Feel Good Inc. and Lose Yourself. Yeah. Yeah, no, I have literally no mainstream stuff. No. Because you don't listen to vocal stuff. Yeah. At all. But, I mean, there's mainstream, like, instrumental stuff, I'm sure. But I don't have any of yeah, that. Yeah, no. Which is just funny. Which is funny, because, yeah, I not pride myself, but, like, I do think I definitely go out and listen to different music. Yeah. But uh, I think I might actually do that a little bit more. You know what I mean? Because I don't. I rarely get into like mainstream stuff. I don't like, really all. either. I only got into it because I was into Linkin Park, and I knew a person who showed us. You, you, he, know, you know what it. we should do mm. is look at all of our songs and see which songs have the least amount of views and who has the songs. Uh, I already went. Huh? I already went. I think I do. Why? Because a lot of my songs actually only have like two thousand views. Yeah, but I had like three on there with like two thousand. Oh, okay. Uh, you mean our top ten? Yeah. Because like, as far as music I listen to, Dan Warren only has about a hundred views. Oh wow. Yeah. Like a couple hundred, like. And you make up like half of those. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, you guys should send us your top ten lists too. Honestly, if you yeah, have, like, and our, we should probably if you have contact yeah. info. Yeah, but if you do, send us your top tens. I'll listen to them. Yeah, I, I would love to, and I won't say anything negative about it because we're not too too picky. Just as long as you don't have like average pop music or everyday bro. Nah, everyday bro is freaking fire. Dude. Oh, that's right. It's actually my favorite song. Yeah. Yeah. You know what Logan Paul tells his low gangers all the time? What? He tells them to remember to, to stay, stay boggers. boggers.